Welcome to the Carpool Podcast with Kelly. If I'm boarding a plane and it's like Southwest where like you get to pick where you sit, I will pick the row with people already in it so I can pick who I sit by. And Liz. Okay, next time you don't get any of my stew meat. And that was good, Kelly. First of all, I made you a fantastic breakfast. So you're being disrespectful. No, I'm not being disrespectful. Yeah, I am a little. You are. I know I am a little bit. Your mom time off starts now. Welcome back to the Carpool Podcast with Kelly and Liz. And it's just like me and you, Liz. It's yeah. just, we don't have a guest. It's been yeah. like a lot of pressure these days. It has been. And it just feels like between Thanksgiving and then guest guests, it's just like been a while since we just like had a chat with the girls. <sighs> with the girls. <laughs> with the girls. Guys, we saw <laughs> Becky Robinson, aka Entitled Housewife. We went to her comedy show. She's amazing. It was so... If you're an Entitled Housewife fan, like, and I think you brought up this point, like, mm-hmm. the Entitled Housewife has more Instagram followers than Becky than Becky herself does. So it's like, she's created this alter ego, and I think she's grateful for it, but she's also like, no, I also do other stuff. Yeah, like, she she plays the character of the Entitled Housewife, and it's given her so much, but to her core, she is just a comedian and an actress and everything else. So I didn't really, like, know any of, like, her no, content or, like, her story even, because I just liked the, I think the entitled housewife is funny, but I would say she did it. She did. A, she did. A, what do you call it? A stand up? What do they call it? A sketch? I don't know. I don't. She did a presentation. No. What? I don't know what you're trying to say. During her show, like it was 80% of her and then 20% oh, entitled yeah. housewife. Yeah. 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 She brought towards the last 10 minutes of the show. She ran back, did a quick change and brought the entitled housewife out. I think to kind of give everyone who was there to see that character it was that moment it was great. but i preferred her i preferred her comedy Same. over her over Same. her character i she was so funny would you ever do stand-up no no i wouldn't okay. consider it no okay but of course not because like that's not our business but like would you rather get up in front of like a, gr- a, a, a group of people and sing dance or do stand-up like and i'm talented in any of those areas no 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 no, no. as is as oh is. probably stand-up definitely not dance <laughs> sing would be like well i mean i get up and do karaoke and it's fine but it's like if you're not good but you're singing seriously and it's you're like so kind of like you're hitting some notes but you're missing it's just so cringe and embarrassing yeah stand up sounds hard stand up does sound hard but it's all prepared i mean uh, some com- comedians do a really good job of like interacting with the crowd but you have all your jokes written out, you know? Yeah. Like, you know what you're going to say. No, no stand-up careers in our future, guys. Don't worry. No. We'll stick to, like, car tours and just things like that. I do love going to see comedy shows, though. And I don't yeah, know if you're, I... you're that kind of girl. I don't know if I said this on the podcast, but it was Maddie and I went to celebrate our one-year wedding anniversary. We went to a dinner and then to a comedy show. And, um, you know, I was a mother to a two-month-old boy at the time and um the opener was so bad and they always are the openers are never good but he was just like yeah i'm 27 years old live my like live in my parents house just like smoke weed all day drink blah blah, blah. just like so uh, disappointing and <laughs> i was i for the first time was just experiencing like the disappointment of a mother and i'm like I I went over to Maddie. If this was James, I would be so disappointed. And I had never had that thought before, (laughs) like looking at someone who's not maybe living up to their potential, and was like disappointed in them from a maternal standpoint. Okay. Well, I okay. 
do you have you ever felt that way oh like have oh, you seen someone living their course. life and you're like i if, if my son did this i would be disappointed yeah and i've also seen people be like i pray my son turns out as yeah. well as them yeah um but yeah, I, I do think like comedy and like comics like they always i mean i'm not one but like, they always talk about how like they they are depressed and like have these issues and like i just want to make sure everyone's checking in on them well you know it's always the funniest person in the room never gets asked how they are wow elizabeth you know no, you're 100% right. Like, they're always the one that's, like, chipper and upbeat and, like, making everyone laugh. And so, so no, no one, one really checks in on them. to ask. Yeah. So everyone call your funny friend. Call your funny friend. Check in on them. I'm okay if anyone wants to know. Well, um, okay. Do you get it? Yeah. I got it. Um, Kel, what do we have on today's episode? Liz, we got a little of this and a little of that. Oh. You know, we just kind of have, like, um, we're going to catch up. We are just going to kind of talk. We have dumps. We have some advice. We've got digital drive. We got industry nose. We have all of that, but no like real hard and fast segments. Just kind of a catch up with the girls. With the girls. With the girls. Um, we. I wanted to give a little um. Elf update. Oh, okay. And I need I need help. Any um. I'm gonna be honest, you guys. George is um. He doesn't understand. And I think the problem is he thinks he. he I don't know if he has the Christmas magic in him because he says, "Mom, that's a toy." And I say, no, George, no, no, that's an elf. But to him, it's he has, that looks like a toy. And it's a ho- it has been a very difficult battle. Not battle. It's not a battle because I'm like, oh, well, OK, it's not. It's a magical elf. But thanks for playing. Yeah, no, for sure. Um, I mean, I, I would just think that he's never seen an elf in real life before, though. Like, how does he know that that's not what elves look like? It's a good, it's a good question. Maybe I'll ask him really trying to tiptoe around this order. no no that's a good question oh it's just like that's so george it's just like i know everything has to be so realistic so realistic i got his christmas present in the mail and i'm like they honestly disturbed me they're like these super realistic jungle snakes because you want to jungle reptiles and like i don't even want to touch them because they just look so real oh yeah he has like these tarantula toys that oh gosh, are like it's, ter- it's it's gross super gross oh i also okay this is i want to talk about some of the podcast i watched almost done with it you know it takes us like three days to watch a movie live action mermaid little mermaid how are you feeling about it because i had a lot of hot takes yeah, from I, it. i agree with all your takes first of all i it's like i'm happy ariel's a real person i could still have animated sea creatures because yeah. flounder is just like not cute and sebastian gives me the creeps was like, sebastian a lobster or was he always a crab? Oh, I don't know. Let's look that up. I kind of thought in my memory he is a lobster in the well, it's like Sebastian, like a French name, like fancy. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I. I don't know like what I'm really looking for out of them because like I understand. Oh, I think he is a crab. Oh, is he a crab? Yeah, he's a crab. Oh, yeah, he's a crab. Um. I just like wouldn't have been mad if it was just like an animated lobster. <laughs> like what the? They just. I. I don't like this how the sea creatures look they were it was a tough assignment it was a really tough assignment um so yeah i agree i just kind of i was kind of thankful that flounder wasn't in a whole lot i i kind of got used to sebastian's look yeah so besides that though i think it's good i mean i think what's her name hallie bailey i think she's beautiful like i i love i think she's very good one thing you brought up yesterday is you know the whole point of like ariel not talking like Mm -hmm. in the animated one like and of, of course, it's animated. So I understand that like, you can be more expressive. But like so much of Ariel's eyes and like face were. And she nodded a lot. And she used hand. Mo- like 
the animated Ariel was so much more expressive and I don't I don't even think that has to do with it being animated. I think Hallie Bailey could have been more expressive. Yeah, like could have played it up more. Could have handed up. Like you kind of have to. Like you can't talk or communicate. So like you have to like not really, yeah. really heavy and like make your eyes really big. And that was something that I felt was also so endearing of the animated Ariel. Yeah, no, I agree. And yeah, I agree. Uh, Prince Eric, like icky vibes, like just ick, 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 ick. Don't like the song. Don't like the looks. Don't like, like, it's just not for me. He's not giving Prince. Sorry. Yeah, he's not giving like dreamy dreamboat. No, he's giving like beta. Like, I don't know. He's just like giving like, are you supposed to be like the king one day? Like this? Yeah. This is not giving king. This is yeah. not giving king. I think, I think I always sort of wondered what it was that Prince Eric fell in love with Ariel for when she couldn't talk. And now I'm wondering what Ariel fell in love with Prince Eric okay, for. Okay, I was thinking the same thing because like, and of course, I haven't seen The Little Mermaid in forever. Forever. I was, and I'm like, she's so obsessed with him. And I'm like, what are we looking at? Like, what? Like, I didn't, I, there was none of that. There was none of that. And I just, I guess like, love at first sight like i guess is just like enough of a plot in a disney movie it's just yeah. not for me as an adult yeah um i'm gonna rehash my instagram uh that i when i talked about this on my stories uh, i thought king, king triton was either just maybe not a good actor um or him and hallie like i just wasn't buying the father-daughter relationship i don't buy that they are that he loves and cares for her i just they i'm not buying it no, I'm I was not no. buying it. No, I, I, th- I don't. Th- I just don't think he's a good actor. I think that's what it boils down to. I just never like I f- that's such a big plot of the movie is that he doesn't want her to go up into the surface world because he loves and cares for her as a father loves and cares and looks out for their child. I was not getting that from him at all. Yeah. No, there's a complexity there there's a complexity. that he wasn't delivering. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. So anyway, overall, it, oh, but I know we just talked about the negatives, but overall, it's a very visually pretty movie very visually pretty overall like pretty good i enjoyed it you know what i watched that maddie was out of town one weekend so i watched that and then i watched the barbie movie because i knew he wouldn't want to watch either one of those with me barbie movie i really didn't like at all i thought the little mermaid was significantly more enjoyable enjoyable than the barbie movie. and hattie's loving the little mermaid it's all mermaid under the sea mermaid under the sea that's what she wants to watch all the time now love it that was my favorite disney princess growing up i know it's a good one. Well, I have things to say. Is that all you wanted to say about Little Mermaid? Yeah. I'm feeling checked. Okay. Well, I am going on an airplane for the first time with James. Mm-hmm. Tough. Um, this week. Long flight. It's about, I don't know, three and a half hour flight probably, maybe four hours. The, here's the good news. And I don't know your husband as well as you know your husband, but it, Maddie doesn't anger. Maddie is very... Not not anger. Like he will not be overwhelmed. No, no, no. James no. could he, scream the whole time, and Maddie will stay cool as a cucumber. Cool as a cucumber. He is very good under pressure, which thank God because he's literally a marine. No, it's like you do um, love that. No, he's like so good under pressure. So I am so thankful that we're going together because I know like when James, when I'm overwhelmed, Maddie will just take him, and I can just not. Uh, and I'm telling you, like it. even if he cries the whole time. It's there's just something about like and maybe this is just me, but like when I'm with one of my children in a public place as a mother, like people are like people are giving going to give me respect and you just feel like I've got the baby. 
So everyone yeah. else needs to chill. The other mothers are going to help you out. Yeah. And it's so like I, it's so much worse for other mothers on the plane than it is for you in a way where it's like they feel so bad for you. Like you're, yeah. you're, you're in it and you can do something. When I'm on the plane and there's a baby crying, I'm like, oh my gosh, that poor mother. How's the mother? I the, know. That poor family, that poor family. Where it's like, I'd rather be my kid because then I at least know the kid's fine and everyone's just being drama. Yeah. But yeah, that's tough. We're going to fly with all three of our kids in February. No, I'm on that flight with you. We're going to have all four of our kids. Yeah. <laughs> and it feel I, I and, just... And Maddie won't be there. <laughs> I... And I'm good. Like, I take my three kids out in public by myself all the time. Like, it's not it. I'm good with all of my kids. But something about a flight is just giving me stress. Because you want to know why? There's not enough room on these dang planes. No. Planes are too small. They are too small. What is that all about? It's it's moronic. It's because they want the money. They want to shove us on like sardines. I feel so bad for our brother who's 6'6", my husband who's 6'5". Like, I feel so bad for just the tall people who just don't fit um and they're just not big enough Mm -mm. and um where are you at are you team absolutely don't ever recline your seat don't know why they offer it as an option because that's where i am yeah you think it's appropriate to recline i don't recline my i don't recline my seat me neither even if the person in front of me reclines my seat their seat i still won't recline mine gosh we're so nice but i only take aisle seats i just have to have an aisle like I just like people to get out. Yeah, no, I. So you would prefer the aisle over the I'll never window. do the window. Yeah. And I would almost rather have the middle seat, depending on the length of the flight, because like I just like to feel like I can get up and go to the bathroom and like not wake somebody up. I hate sitting next to strangers on planes. And like if you, if I'm ever boarding a plane, here's what I do. Like if I'm boarding a plane and it's like Southwest where like you get to pick where you sit, I will pick the row with people already in it so I can pick who I sit by. You can control who you're sitting with. Because yeah. let me tell because if you sit down, then you have no idea who's coming on. You have no idea who's going to be next to you. I just like to pick home and sit by. I love to choose older people or teens with headphones. Ooh, yeah. Teens a good Teens one. with headphones because they I don't want to talk on a plane. Ugh. I don't. I honestly, that's one of the reasons I hate traveling. Yeah. Man, it was wild times during COVID traveling. I was living in Dallas at the time, so I had to f- was flying back and forth actually quite a bit. Was like flying more during COVID than ever before. Regularly, thirteen people on my flight always. It was yeah. the craziest thing. We would have to like they would make you sit a like for a part because COVID and B because it had to like help with weight distribution of the plane. Like mm-hmm. we couldn't have everyone in the front. Like some people had to go to the back. It was really weird time. Mm. Well, what else we got, Liz? Let's pull up our dumpity doodahs. Dumpity days. Um, okay, something on my dump that I want to talk about is stew meat. <laughs> what do you know about it? I know that I was over here the other day and you were like acting like it was a piece of steak. And I'm like, it's not. It's stew meat. What is what is it? It's like a cut of like a it's like a roast. It's like a chuck roast cut up into stew meat pieces. Okay, so it's beef. Yeah yeah you're obsessed with this here's why i'm obsessed with it i didn't think it was very good i think like the point of stew meat is it needs to be cooking low and slow you just browned it in a pan and tried to give it to me and it was good my husband really liked it so chewy well you know what exercise your jaw a little bit i don't know what to tell you stew meat i'm telling you to let it simmer in something like it needs to be slow cooked that's why it's called a stew meat and not like cube steak Here's the thing. I've been buying stew meat and, well, Kelly thinks it's a stupid idea. I don't I think, think it's, it's a stupid... Don't put words in my mouth. I don't think it's a stupid idea. Oh, you think it's a bad I idea? I think you're cooking it poorly. <laughs> okay, so you just think it's a bad idea. Um, I don't think it is. I've been buying stew meat because it's pre-cubed beef 
And um, I make it in a bunch of different ways. I will sometimes put fajita seasoning on it. And then, boom, I got steak tacos, beef tacos, cubed beef tacos. I made it the other day. I just cut up some potatoes, um, roasted those, and put this meat in the um, on a pan. Heated it up. Liz, if cooked you're, it. Liz, if you're happy, I'm Maddie happy. Maddie was like, this is great. Okay, hot take. Stew meat. You can do it without just the stew. Yeah, maybe it's a little bit chewier, but whatever. <laughs> a little tough. <laughs> it's fine. Okay, now you're making me... <laughs> When we were just off, you go, what's stew meat? And then like you knew I was going to talk about the stew meat and now you're just roasting yeah, I me sabotaged for it. you. Rude. Anyway, um, Elizabeth. What? I we Let's play the game where we like go over the content that we've been consuming because, oh my gosh, young Sheldon. It is such... I think I was just saying on the podcast a couple weeks ago how it's like, where's the next good sitcom? Mm-hmm. Oh, there it is. It's so good. It's such a feel-good show. I tried getting into it. How did you not like I don't it? Know. We have nothing in common. I know. I just I, this is, I we couldn't have, get into off. it. Our synergy is off today. I couldn't get into it. Um, but I tried it a while back, so maybe I need to give it another go. I've been watching a lot of Christmas movies. I know. Do you want to read that Christmas movie that I te- or that read that Christmas book I texted you? I don't remember. I didn't see that text. Someone was through. like, "You guys should." It's like a, I think it's like a Hallmark book, but for Christmas. Yeah, I would love to do that. Should we make that our book club book? Yeah, we have to order it like stat because I don't really like to do Christmas things post Christmas. No, 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 no. Let's see when I texted it to you last. Gosh, we text a lot. I just really didn't see it. What else have we had going on? Oh, Truck Dad went out. Oh, Truck Dad had his first video go out. Everyone's been really encouraging, which thank goodness because I was kind of, I wasn't nervous because Tyler did a good job. I just like know what YouTube comments can be and I like just don't want anyone to say anything mean. Uh, yeah, no, I didn't want anyone to say anything mean. And I think it's also just like social media is so embarrassing until you kill it. Like it's not, it, I, I don't think it is, but like yes, there's just like no, this stigma. It's so true. And I just like, I mean, I don't, can't speak for the people who like know us, like know Tyler and I like not closely, but I'm like, gosh, are they thinking like this is so cringe? Or are they like, oh, that's such a good idea. Like he should of course do truck reviews. Yeah. And I was just worried about, and, I mean, I, I won't know what people are saying behind our backs, like whatever that is, what it is. But it's just funny how like social media just gives people so many people an ick yeah. until you kill it. Like, I mean, in the beginning, I'm sure people were like screenshotting my stories like, and texting it to each other and being like, yeah, is. who's this girl thinks she is? And now they're probably still doing it. But the difference is I'm actually doing it. Yeah. No, it's so true. Yeah, I think i just tyler did a lot of research before he did this tour and so he just kind of gets like into the nitty-gritty of some things and you know you only talk about car seats and cup holders and like the family stuff and he's kind of entering into a market where there's a lot of people already doing what he's doing yeah so there's just like there's a little bit more competition so i was a little bit nervous that People might, I don't know, call them out. But I also think, honestly, I hate to say it, but I read the comments. I delete a lot of the comments on YouTube. Um, I think and because he's a man, he will like not get as much hate. No, he will just say, people be like, oh, yeah, a man said that. So that's probably yeah. correct. Where people yeah. will like it's micromanage, like yeah. microscope what I say. Um, but I also think it's it's a refreshing take. And we got a great comment where it was like, more men need to take car seat safety seriously. And it's yeah. like, yeah, mm-hmm. they do. Okay, I found this book. Not to like, it's called Big Lights, Big Christmas. 
All right, order on a novel. Amazon. Let me read it to you. Oh, okay. It's a long. I'm, I'm gonna. I'm oh, gonna, should we just listen to it? Yeah, like we'll listen. Like maybe I'll download it. Oh, okay. Okay. Big lights, big Christmas. Yeah. In the weeks leading up to Christmas, Carrie Qu- Clary, who's this neighbor, this p- girl, quickly becomes close with the charming neighbors who live near. Okay, hold on. I skipped a whole paragraph. Do we oh. to read the whole paragraph? Sure. Okay. Oh, what- it. <laughs> <laughs> when fall rolls around it's time for carrie tolliver to leave her family's christmas tree farm in the mountains of north carolina for the for the wilds of new york city to help her gruff older brother and his dog queenie sell the trees at the family stand on the corner of Gre- greenwich village <laughs> sounds stupid elizabeth in the weeks leading up to christmas carrie quickly becomes close with charming neighbors who live near their stand when an elderly neighbor goes missing oh <gasps> oh it's taking a turn <laughs> carrie will need to combine her country know-how with her newly acquired new york knowledge to protect oh, the new friends disgusting. she's coming to think of as family as comp and complicating everything is Patrick, a single dad raising his adorable dragon-loving son, Austin, on his quirky block. Carrie and Patrick's chemistry is undeniable. But what chance does this holiday romance really have? So does someone go missing or no? <laughs> I know. They just kind of like threw the elderly couple going missing in there and never really touched on it again. And that's called a hook. That's <laughs> called a plot hole. There are a hundred and on Audible, there are 137 ratings and it has four and a half stars. Yeah, I think we give it a go. All right. I'm willing to give it a go. I don't All know right. what I have to lose. I've got on, an extra credit available. On Amazon, it has a 4.1 on Goodreads, has a 4.5 on Amazon. I so just bought not, it. It's not a stink fest. Okay, it's called, it's Mary Kay Andrews, Bright Lights, Big Christmas. Let's read it quickly and we'll recap it on our last episode before Christmas. Oh my gosh. Okay. Sounds good. I, I'm looking for something like that. Yeah. And I actually think I'd rather have a Hallmark movie in that kind of consumption. Like if I'm going to read like a, a Hallmark Christmas movie, I'd almost rather listen or read it because I got to do other things. I don't need to sit down and watch the yeah, movie. Yeah, so no. Like, cause well, it, and I like watching the movies because they're just so mindless and simple. And so to have something mindless and simple in my ears will be... It's kind of what nice. you need this holiday season. Kind of like a little de-stressor. Yeah. So let's all get it and listen to it together as a family. Have you been thinking about your New Year's resolutions at all? Um, No, not in the slightest. Okay. Well, I specifically wanted to like rehash this. I told you to start brainstorming. No, you didn't. You told me it literally one minute before we started, pre- before I press record. And I've been talking to you, so I haven't really had the time. Okay. Um, What are your New Year's resolutions? <sighs> It's such a good question, isn't it? <laughs> I just think it's good to like, I mean, just like set. I'm thinking about setting quarterly goals. Okay. Do a little check in with myself. I don't think it's really good to like make a goal and like let it sit for a year. And then because I'm kind of a procrastinator. Mm-hmm. I think I really want to challenge. This is so embarrassing. Okay. But I, <laughs> I'm going to get really raw for a second. Okay. I really want to challenge myself to like up my social life a little bit. Make some friends. Okay, that's great, Cal. Yeah, make some friends. Okay. Love it. Well, you know, we're just kind of in like that limbo land of it's like a lot of them like my high school and college friends and like even like young adult friends. Like now we all just have kids or like kids of different ages. Some of us don't have kids. And but also like my kids aren't like in school enough where we have like school parent friends. 
we're just kind of like in this in between so what action items are you going to take to (laughs) well i think it's just making the effort yeah and it's just very easy to like not always make the effort and i like we've done a really good job like the last year tyler and i like prioritizing date nights more and now it's just like you just got to get things on a calendar or when someone's like hey like would love to get together with the kids i'm gonna follow up yeah and my challenge is going to be like hanging out with like like doing like one new family slash couple a month for a year so i'm gonna like okay one a month one a month seems that seems doable but like there's so many couples who like have kids who are always like let's get the kids together and i'm just gonna be like okay how's thursday okay and if we get a different house this year um and we have like a more like a little bit bigger and like we can entertain more like just in i mean i couldn't invite a family of five over to my house if i tried no yeah no you couldn't like there's just there's when i say we don't have enough seat we don't have enough seating but i'm hoping that you know if that if that changes then i'm just gonna like invite people over all the time okay make make a pulled pork in the crock pot yeah make some tuscan chicken make some tuscan chicken do a, I mean have I, a dinner party like I think I would like love that yeah so I think maybe I mean not that I'm like making excuses for like why I don't hang out with people or have friends but like that is one of the reasons um but I'm gonna make an effort this year okay I like it um yeah I don't I don't know I love new year's resolutions I love thinking about that kind of stuff I really truly feel like in my early stages of becoming a mother it's like every month feels like I'm setting new goals and hitting new milestones. I get that. Learning and doing new things. So it's kind of just like keep trying to do what I'm doing. Like James just started sleeping in his crib this week, which has been um, really nice. He's not sleeping through the night, but at least it's where we kind of tried like the cry it out a little bit. So at least if he wakes up in the middle of the night, like I'm letting him cry for a little bit longer and then seeing if he can put himself back to sleep. And that's been pretty, that's been successful a few times versus when he's in the bassinet next to me. If he starts crying, like I have to grab him because hello, I don't want to listen to that in my ear. So like that felt like, that's felt like a really big milestone. And like, I'm like, yes, that's great. So I just kind of want to see what else other, um, what other, baby milestones come our way and just like work through those as we get to them well yeah i think for the first time in your life you have like a lot of and don't take this the wrong way like but you have a lot of variety like things are different every month whereas like for so long they were it was just yeah kids just kind of tend to do that to you yeah for sure well is that felt good yeah so you're gonna continue to think about it i'm gonna continue to think about it and honestly i don't know Today's episode is brought to you by HelloFresh. Say hello to a stress-less holiday season with the help of HelloFresh. Skip the grocery store and save time with easy, tasty recipes delivered right to your door. And did you know HelloFresh does more than just dinners? From easy breakfast to 10-minute lunches and snacks, HelloFresh has tasty choices for every occasion that parents and kids are sure to enjoy. Get yourself out of your dinner rut with HelloFresh. For me, the hardest part of prepping dinner every night isn't making it. It's coming up with a meal. It's finding time to go to the grocery store. I actually really enjoy cooking. So HelloFresh takes the annoying part out of it and allows me to make a delicious meal for my family without the headache. Go to HelloFresh.com slash carpool free and use code carpool free for free breakfast for life. You heard me right. One breakfast item per box while your subscription is active. That's free breakfast for life at HelloFresh.com slash carpool free and use code carpool free. And today's episode is brought to you our friends at Goodbye Gear. I love 
love, love Goodbye Gear. They are the leading online marketplace for buying and selling gently used baby and kid gear. You guys, before you pull the trigger on any of these baby things that let's be honest, kids use for like a few months at the most, make sure you check Goodbye Gear. It is the best place to buy secondhand baby gear. What I love about Goodbye Gear is it's not just things that have been like, you know, used and are damaged or broken. In fact, most of their items are sold open box and you can actually filter on their website to only see open box items. So basically you're getting a huge discount on something that's never been used that you are already going to buy. It is a total no-brainer and I am so excited because we have a discount code exclusive for the podcast. It's $20 off purchases over 100 with code carpool. That's $20 off purchases over 100, which is already a huge discount on something that's already discounted with code carpool. Kel, do you want to do some advice questions? Yeah, that's what I'm pulling up right now. Okay. I have one for oh. you. Okay, go. Hi, Kelly and Liz. I'm hoping to get some car advice and who better to con- consult than our trusty carpool mom extraordinaire. Long story short, I totaled my car. I'm getting $11,000 after paying off the rest of my car loan and deductible. Planning for a family next year, so safety is crucial. We want a car we can grow into from zero to two kids at least. I'm used to a Volkswagen Passat and my husband has a 2008 Acura MDX with 250,000 miles on it. Woof. I ideally would like to put 5,000 down, car loan max 350 a month. My husband really wants to get a Kia Telluride, but unsure if it fits the budget. Any thoughts or suggestions? Thank you. I'm going to show you it so you can like rehash all that. I don't think a Kia Telluride's in the budget. Yeah. And but zero to two kids, if they two kids, there's a lot of there's a lot you can do there. Well, she said it? at least. So that's where I'm like, yeah. OK, so just to like so I love carpaymentcalculator.net because you can work backwards, which my website is going to offer this. So you can like start with the monthly payment and then kind of figure out what your max vehicle price is going to be. So if I put in a monthly payment of 350 and let's say I do a current APR at seven, seven percent, which is on the lower side, I do five thousand dollars down. I think she said 11. Did she say what'd she say? She said, Oh, what did she, she say? Something about 11. Oh, well, then this could but she, maybe it was five. I don't know. Oh, she's getting $11,000 after paying the okay. rest of the car loan. Okay, so then that's fine. So we can put the trade in value at 11. And then I'm assuming that we can also put down. Oh, then we might be in business. Then we might be in business. We're tight. More time. Okay. Max vehicle price is 36.3. So I think what I would do is I would try to find a used. I mean, I think the Kia, T- to answer your first question, I think the Kia Telluride is a good option. What okay. I kind of like about that car is it's great for two kids. It's not like my pick for three just because I think it's not a ton of trunk space and can't get the bench. And the third row is like kind of like lacking some car seat hardware, but it also works. So I think it's kind of checking that box. Okay. And I think it's very, very comfortable for two kids. So I would go on like Edmunds. I I mean, I, I like love shopping, used cars on Edmunds. It's just so easy. This isn't sponsored. And I would just try to find you a Kia, Tel- like a used Kia Telluride. Because now they're finally in the used car market, which like that hasn't been the case for so long. And they were like only yeah, new cars and they were yeah. like thousands over MSRP. But like for sure. So if your max vehicle price is 36000 for sure we can find a 2022 probably Kia Telluride. We're going to be close. Maybe 2021. I mean, we're going to be close. You're going to be close. What are some other cars you might, you might 
off her because that's just what her husband likes but what is something else that might be nice to consider well i think maybe like i think a sorrento might be a little bit more comfortable in the budget just because it's like a little bit i think you get a nicer newer higher trim sorrento Mm -hmm. which still has which isn't as big as the telluride but has a lot of that like it has good looks it has good kia tech it still has like the captain's chair it still has a third row if you need it so i think that's an option um it's just like unfortunately we're kind of at this like I, I struggle with like going with thinking about which used cars to recommend in the midsize category because so many of them have been redesigned and I love the redesign so much. So like for example, I mean I think you could go back and like find a super used Honda Pilot, but like and I think it would check the boxes, but like I love the new Honda Pilot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I f- actually feel like the Kia Telluride since it's even though people think it's a newer car, it came out in 2020. So there's actually they're almost a five it's basically a five-year-old car now mm-hmm. if you think about like how model years work so i think you're kind of on the right track i think it's just a matter of finding the right used one i mean you could open up to a palisade if you wanted to um i think it's just hard to and i don't know like i would love like more carpoolers feedback on like if people care if they're driving a, cur- a current body style year or not yeah because that like you know, I mean, like, do I think like the Chevy Traverse is a great car? Sure. But like, I love the new ones. So, like, is I, is it going to bother? Is that going to bother you? I don't know. I don't know if that bothers people or not. Mm-hmm. I would it know. bother you? No. I don't think it would bother me either. But I'm also like, if, you, if you're going to buy spend the money and this is a car you're going to keep for so long, like part of me thinks like having the current body styles and is it, it, it yeah, it's definitely a pro who knows when it's gonna change it's, well, it's just, gonna change every five to seven years not if you're the kia telluride you're gonna change every yeah, but they're year. like minor like little i know but like even so i don't know it doesn't i i think the priority for me would be like availability price car if you like that model year i, w- I wouldn't be stressed about not b- driving the current body style yeah i would probably personally. agree so um okay we have another question this is from Jen. Hi, Kelly and Liz. I love what I see of the Suntrops and long for your closeness with your family and siblings. I'm a 29-year-old mom of two, and I have a Gen Z sister who's a senior in college. She and her boyfriend of five years just broke up, mostly due to stress related to indefinite long distance and maybe a little immaturity. He was a great guy, but she's an even better girl. She is crushed, and honestly, so am I. He was such a part of our family. We've been on multiple vacations with him, group tech, share hobbies. You get the picture. The only good thing was that the breakup happened while she was at home for Thanksgiving. So I was able to spend a ton of time with her. Mm. We even got to run our first half marathon together. Now that she's back at school, I'm checking in on her constantly and sending lots of little notes her way. I'm also thinking of sending her a little care package before she comes home for Christmas. Any advice on how else to support her while I'm also weirdly feeling some sort of grief for and with her? I really imagine this guy being in our family forever. My kids loved him. He got along with my husband, et cetera, et cetera. Have you ever been through something similar with your sisters would love any thoughts or advice you have on this type of loss thanks why would you choose this question we have no advice i thought we would come up with some good advice we know we've never experienced it but i think i think it's the closeness with your sister and and navigating a relationship with the younger sister i think it's heading close to home that something's going to happen with one of our significant others and i would not handle that well elizabeth we adore our brother's girlfriend charlotte and our sister's boyfriend drew (laughs) sydney's single we're looking you know if you know anyone um 
Yeah, no, that would be that would no, be really be hard. Devastating. It would be really hard, but I also I, I think the advice is to focus on your sister. Don't focus on the loss. Don't focus on I would I would I think it's your responsibility as her older sister, even though maybe you're grieving a little bit. I think it's your responsibility to remain positive and let because if you're grieving, imagine how she's feeling like she yeah. might be feeling like this is the end of the world for her. Like when you go through a breakup, you're you're like you can't imagine moving. You can't imagine moving on. And I think it's your responsibility as her older sister to tell her that she's wonderful. Everything's going to be OK. The right guy is out there for her like and he is, you know, that just because this guy was wonderful doesn't mean that the next man that comes along isn't also going to be equally, if not more wonderful. So that's my advice. Sure. You, what would you say? I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't even know whose side I'd be on if someone broke up in our family, to be honest. You ha- no, my point is that you have to be on your sibling side always. I don't know. <laughs> you have to be on your sibling side always. Have you met our brother? You have, have to be to on your si- side. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. What you list? have to support them. And I think you're doing a really great thing by sending her little notes and just like being there for her. Totally. That's what that's what you do. I mean, ew, just like a breakup sounds like. I just like I mean, you've been through some. Yeah. They just sound horrid. No, they're 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 terrible. And I just remember during my breakups, I would just be like. I, I, I couldn't I couldn't believe it and my I was cr- I was just like soul crushed it's and, and it's so crushing. funny to look back on it now because I was like why God why and now I meet my husband and I'm like oh that's why <laughs> <laughs> my husband is uh, the my dream man like the most incredible man for me and the other men that I dated were just so inferior in so many ways that it's just like yeah. hilarious that I ever cried over them. No, and I I think when you did have your breakups, we didn't it's not that we didn't really like who you were dating. Yeah. So it was it was easy and we were all like that is this is a good thing. But but that being said, that's not what like the person you love wants to hear. So what did I do for you? So I remember when I went through my really bad breakup my friend called me or came over and we were just like sitting and talking and she just like made me laugh and it was like her making me laugh I was like I know it's this might sound so dramatic as I was like it was a very dramatic situation um I was like okay I know I'm going to be okay because like in this moment I'm not thinking about it I'm laughing I still have this friend because when you break up with someone, the person who you tell every single thought and secret to is now ripped out of your life. But your friends and your siblings and your parents, like they're always there forever. So like you just have to like be there for them and let them know that like no matter who comes and goes, you are always going to be there for them no matter what. Totally. I don't you know what you did for me <laughs> was you bought me um really comfy jammies because like I was just gonna be in bed i was just like literally in bed like crying it's like so dramatic (sighs) all right well let's move on (laughs) i think it's best just to tell to move on and distract him with like maybe like call him be like hey do you want to do you want to know the hot tea going on in the auto industry because that'll really get their mind off of it yeah Mm -hmm, for sure okay but this one's gonna bring them right back down to depression because did you see chevy's new 
holiday yeah, ad. Kelly, yeah, I cried. You guys, it is. You know, Chevy and I have a complicated relationship, right? Because it's like they won't put the middle header strengths in the Tahoe. Um. Yeah. Oh, I've got some things to say about this commercial. But then they like bring me the beautiful Traverse, and then they put out this commercial which pause the podcast go watch it go watch all five minutes but don't watch it if you're not ready to cry but like don't be scared to cry because it's it, it's a good cry it's a happy cry it, it feels good and it's it does and it's not a <gasps> cry and it's, not it's just the, like yeah. a, your eyes get a little watery and you're like that was sweet and to me it's not gonna like leave you like triggered or traumatized no, 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 like no. it's not like a sad thing it's a happy cry yeah it's not like watching like a humane society video yeah but it's like a very emotional and it's very well done yeah. So what do you want to say? about So it? what I want to say about it. So I'll kind of tell you what it's about. Um, it's a family getting together for Christmas and the grandmother has severe dementia. And the grandfather says, you know, some days are good. Some days are bad. And she's having a bad day. So one of her granddaughters says, Grandma, let's make today a good day. And they go into their garage and she pulls the cloth off of this blue old Chevy. I don't even know what kind of Chevy it was. And it was just like their old car. And she puts her grandma on it and she's driving her around. She goes, look, there was your old high school. And her grandma gets like flashbacks to like when she met her husband. And oh, there's, you know, where you used to get milkshakes or whatever. And they like go through. And as they're driving through the town and all the memories are coming back to her, her grandma kind of the dementia gets better and she realizes where she's at and everything. And it's very sweet. So she has. I just thought it was funny because she has a few flashbacks, but she doesn't have all the flashbacks. And I thought it was funny that they didn't show flashbacks to like them spending any time in that car because I kind of thought the car would have more to do with it. Oh, yeah. Why did she they goes, do that? She goes, well, and here's why. She goes, she said, we used to just load you kids in the back of this car and i'm thinking there's probably no way to safely show children in car seats in that <laughs> old of a car because <laughs> they probably didn't have the great technology like it was an old <laughs> yeah, old yeah, car yeah, yeah. didn't have head restraints yeah for sure didn't <laughs> none of them so anyway i just thought that was a kind of funny that is interesting it's very well done um so hats off to it's chef beautiful I, I love a good commercial yeah someone was doing good pr for them so that feels good yeah you want to talk about bad PR? Sure. How about the carnival that you went off on your stories about? Oh, my. I'm sorry. I had to say that. I totally agree with you. And let's explain was, before okay, you hold on. Okay. So the car. So the Kia Carnival, I can't find it on their Instagram, but it's a it's like a sponsored ad that keeps coming up on my Facebook page. And it is a it's so weird. So it's the Kia MVP seating or whatever. And it's these like reclining seats in a minivan. And they put in first off reclining like lounge seats are unsafe. Like they your seat, you will slide out of your seatbelt and go through the windshield. Like that's just what's I mean, they're, they're not they're not how a car is designed. I can't believe they're legal. Yeah, it's the, the, bizarre. To any me. owner's manual well, will tell you do not drive with the seats in the recline positions. Then it's like, OK, well, when do you recline? Well, them it's then? also like limos. It's like there's no seatbelts. It's like it's just like this like gray area. Yeah. <laughs> so what? So whatever. So I'm also not trying to be like a total like buzzkill safety police because that's not who I am. But why I took problems with this was because then they show him a like a golden mannequin. It it kind of looks like a trophy. Like it's obviously like an animated like funny looking thing, and it's like this golden mannequin that's uh, the size of a child. And they just put this mannequin in the lounge seat and the seat reclines. And then the next scene is the car driving. 
Yeah. So it's like alluding to like a best seat in the house. And I think it says like best seat in the house. And it's like alluding to like driving with the seat with a reclined. child reclined. Yeah. And like so much of it was weird to me because like one like that like the size of the mannequin like that child should have been in a, the, the mannequin should have been in a car, been seat. In a car seat like it's weird that you didn't even like use a real person but it's like of course you didn't use reuse a real person because you're not allowed to because you're not allowed to drive like that so it just felt like a sneaky workaround and that's what made it so cringe and that's what made it so cringe but because i mean yes and i just have such a problem with like the manufacturers using using those as clickbait and I'm really like not trying to call out like my my peers or like my other car reviewers because they just don't know this. But like Kia is like, look at these like comfortable lounge seats and every single one of them gets in there, gets in those cars. Go watch any other car reviewers of of the Kia Carnival with those seats. They're all going to say, look how comfy your kids are going to be on road trips because they don't know anything. Yeah. No one like and that's where also like some of these reviewers, I just feel like they are not doing their diligence to have a take on something. We talked about this a lot when we talked to Motor Trend. Mm-hmm. Have a take. If you're just going to regurgitate a press kit with some different camera angles, what are you doing? You're not saying anything. Yeah. And everyone's so scared to speak out against the manufacturers, which I can also understand because if you think about like the car reviewers model, they get cars the manufacturers send them. Mm-hmm. I don't. Because mm-hmm. I have a dealership. I have so many dealer lots I can pull from. And before anyone ever tries to accuse me of like favoring, favoriting like the, the the brands that our parents own, they have a Kia store. And I'm currently dragging Kia. Yeah. Like I don't care. At all. My dad doesn't care. I don't care. I don't owe these manufacturers anything. I owe you guys everything. Yeah. So For that's sure. where my priority lies. Yeah. And I like I don't take money from car manufacturers. I don't care if they never send me a press car again. Like it's just like so we're gonna get the car. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna, gonna get, get it. And it. If I'm not if I don't get it from you, first of all, whenever a new car comes out, I have DMs filled with people offering for, for me to have their car to tour. Yeah, I have the dealerships. I don't need them. They actually are gonna need me. But I mean, we do appreciate not no. having to like go to someone's personal car because you know that it's awkward when you have a hot take on someone's personal car. You know. That's actually more awkward. Yeah, but I've done it. Yeah. Megan, Sequoia, you were there. Yeah. But it's not, I I'm, I, I, I have a take about every car. And some yeah. are good and some are bad. And I also just have takes. But I just think all my takes, like, and we've gotten a lot better. It's like, I don't, I don't, like a big part of our tours aren't like, I don't like how the exterior looks. I don't focus on that because that's not like data driven. And like, I, my, mine are going to be like way more, you know. They're going to have legs to stand on. Okay. And we are, I am grateful to the manufacturers who like do see my mission, like let me have my way with the cars. And when they do a good job, they do a good job. Yeah. But I'm just always going to say if they did or not. Yeah. Love it. Okay. Are you ready for our next story? Yeah. Tangent. Okay. We like, I totally missed over this and I'm so sorry. I just like, honestly for me, like the Amazon Hyundai of it all just like stole the LA Auto Show. But a really big deal also at the LA Auto Show was that the Lucid Gravity was released let me see pick okay. well for, first of all here's you don't even know what this is yet first of all p- people I, we haven't talked about this but lucid is a rivian it's rivian coded okay it's like an independent car brand right okay. electric yeah they've had like some cars out there i don't know they just like really haven't like come across my desk in a way that i was excited about okay um until now because they add the gravity which i think is like a fun name for a car i agree i like it the lucid gravity um, and it is a, it's a 2025 Lucid Gravity is a compelling family EV with a 440 mile range. 
So obviously I'm interested. Yeah. The Lucid Gravity is a premium electric SUV that will be offered in a three row configuration with six or seven passenger seating or a two row version that seats five. The starting price will come in at under 80 grand. Woof. But also like that's what you get for three row electric SUV. Yeah. And that's just kind of the news. So it premiered at the LA Auto Show. It premiered at the LA Auto Show. I just didn't know. Because I don't like, I'm not like following like Lucid that closely. Yeah. And I just didn't know that they were coming out with a three rower. So we'll see. I mean, like that's kind of like a better picture of it. Yeah. It's kind of cute. It's kind of giving Grand Highlander. No. It's also like kind of subtly giving minivan. The top well, of it. Well, it's very long. Yeah. It's kind of rounded out. Um, But I actually like it. I think it looks nice. Yeah. They are saying that the... um. Okay, because I listened to the Motor Trend podcast on this car and they just like they said they spent a lot of time. They almost like designed the interior first and then made the exterior to match it. Okay. So they were like. Like, yeah, like it's very spacious on the inside because like that was their 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 number one priority. So like here's a shot of the second row bench. I mean, it looks nice. Yeah, it does. I don't know. I mean, I'm not like. I don't know. These like boutique car brands. Like, look at that. Looks nice. That's like a three across machine. It looks like. Are those three separate seats? No. No. 60, 40 split. And, like, what are these weird desks? Those can't be safe. I don't know. Just like if someone like says Lucid or you're like, what's that? Like, just know it's like a boutique car brand coming out. It's like kind of a Rivian competitor and they have a new through SUV coming out. That's kind of what you need to know. All EV. They only make EVs. They only make EVs. There you go. The only make EVs. Okay, well, guys, now it is time for Ditch the Drive Thru, where we give you an easy dinner recipe to mix it up to get you out of your dinner rut. Dinner rut. Dinner rut. Okay, Kel, well, I guess I could have made my dish to drive through my stew meat, but since you thought that was a stupid idea. Elizabeth, I don't um, think it's a stupid idea, but do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah, but I just disagree with you and I'm going to keep buying stew meat and making it the I way I want to make it. I think that's fine. I just like don't think you should like have a dinner party and make like sauteed stew meat. I'm not going to make stew meat for a dinner party. I'm going to make something in the crock pot for a dinner party. And okay, next time you don't get any of my stew meat. And that was good, Kelly. First of all, I made you a fantastic breakfast. Oh, you made me a fantastic breakfast. So you're being disrespectful. No, I'm not being disrespectful. Yeah, I am a little you bit. Are, I know I am a little bit. In what way are you not? No, I'm for sure. And I'm no. sorry. Okay, Elizabeth? thank you. Anyway, it's time for Dish to Drive Through. Here's my Dish to Drive Through. I made this last week and um, I found it on Pinterest. And it's just kind of a new take on um, white people taco night. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so I kind of got I'm sick of just making gra- like ground beef. Yeah. Car balanced tortilla. Um, but those car balanced tortillas are superior. Call it a day. So I found it on Pinterest. It was a baked beef taco. So you bake your um brown or you cook your brown you <laughs> cook your ground beef you brown your beef you brown your beef uh taco seasoning and then you do some red enchilada sauce on top and sort of oh. mix it up and then you take corn tortillas on the back side of the corn tortillas you're going to rub it with some olive oil lay those flat on a baking sh- a baking sheet then you're going to put the meat inside of it fold it over and bake it in the oven at 400 for like 10 to 15 Elizabeth, minutes. Elizabeth, why didn't you tell me about My this? My recipe called for 15, but I checked it like at 10 and they were like almost burnt. 
like a little crispy or a little bit burnt. So I took them out early and they were really nice. It was just a kind of a nice take on just a little different. Yeah. You put cheese on it too. Um, whatever cheese you feel you want to do. <laughs> and yeah, it's just kind of a fun take on uh, tacos. Does anyone have any tips for me about how to make my kids like be able to handle s- I don't even want to use the word spicy, but like <laughs> spicier food, like flavor, like pepper, like my kids lately, they used to be better. And now it's like George won't even do like these. I have those like little Jimmy Dean breakfast sandwiches. And he's like the sausages. He, they call it saucy when it's something spicy. Yeah. And I don't have the heart to correct him. Yeah, it's cute. And he was like, mom, these are way too saucy. And I'm like, George, it's a it's a pork patty and a biscuit. <laughs> <laughs> like, What are we supposed to do here? Yeah. I think he needs to try real spice <laughs> so that he knows what spicy really, what saucy really is. I just like don't want, I really pride myself on my kids being good eaters and having diverse palates. And lately it is just everything. What did I do? Oh, we had Caesar salad. I had cracked some pepper on it. It was too saucy. Like I can't do that. I just think he's getting like a different flavor profile and he's as- associating it with spiciness yeah it's like are you even tasting it i don't know if anyone has any tips i'm send me a dm because i no this is not something i'm interested in yeah and i get like i'm not saying you have to be able to enjoy like salsa like i'm not trying but like he would tell me that right he would tell me that brown that like ground beef and red enchilada sauce is too saucy it's too saucy okay and i just can't and the problem is his dad their dad just plays right into it Tyler also. Tyler can't handle any heat. Tyler can barely handle pepper. What am I going to do with like all these people? Well, my <laughs> husband doesn't like onions or tomatoes and that is a big old bummer for me. Yeah, that's tough. Because I love on- like I just love cooking with onions. I like can't believe he can taste them. I know he really can. I've accidentally served things with onions and he, he knows. So anyway, um, adults as picky eaters. It's kind of a nick for me, to be honest. Um, I just like everything. So I can't, I can't relate. So I don't want to say like that that's icky because I can't relate to it. So he doesn't like salsa? Like just like chili? No, he likes salsa. No, he doesn't. He doesn't, won't really eat chili. Probably. But he likes your stew meat. He likes my <laughs> stew meat. So screw you okay we have i have to give a shout out to (laughs) olivia who dm'd um kelly and went through every single one of our episodes where we started calling (laughs) out cars and (laughs) she wanted us to gather a list or she gathered a list of all the cars that we've called out on the podcast and She's very upset that the Tahoe hasn't made an appearance, but the Model Y has been called out three times. And that's fair. And no. that's valid. And How now have I'm, we never done that? It, it's disgusting. We should be fired. We should be fired. So obviously, Tahoe, call you, calling you girls out. You've been patiently waiting. I am so sorry. I know. I didn't know you Tahoe girls were so polite. Because um, like the way that some people have been like, we've been waiting forever for you to call us out. I haven't heard a peep from the Tahoe community. No. So, yeah, I know. Tahoe community, head over to the review section. Leave us five stars. Tell us why you love the podcast. And like, please forgive us for um, taking so long to recognize to recognize you. Yes. You are seen. You are heard. You are loved. And thanks so much for listening to the couple podcast. <laughs> Guys, we'll see you next time. Thanks for hanging with us. It was a little chaotic, but here's your action items. 
I just want to review what we talked about. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, set your New Year's resolutions. Okay. If anyone wants to come over for dinner, I'm looking for some people. <laughs> um, read the Christmas book. Yeah. What's it called? One more time. Big lights, big Christmas. Yep. Um, bright lights, bright Christmas. Yep, that too. Um, bring up lucid air, gravity, the lucid gravity at your next gathering to look smart and message me things about spicy food and if you drive a Tahoe, leave a review. Did I miss anything? Mm-hmm. Watch watch Young Sheldon. Mm-hmm. Use carbonmatecalculator.net. Mm-hmm. Don't be afraid to try stew meat. Don't be afraid to try stew meat. I think I'm going to get, if it makes you feel better, I think I'm going to get dragged for this, for being sassy. I hope so. And with that, that's our episode. (laughs) See you next time. (laughs) Bye. Thank you for listening to the Carpool Podcast with Kelly and Liz. Make sure you're subscribed so you never miss an episode. And if you enjoyed riding with us, tell everybody you know. There's room in the car for everyone.